This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We're going live. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, guys. It's Friday. Friday. And I'm not really prepared. (laughs) I'm not really prepared. You know, there's some days where it's like Thursday, it's getting ready for it's getting ready for the show. And I'm like, do I really want to sit down and write up show notes or can I just wing it? Can I just wing it? I have so much crap to do. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I said, you know what? Screw it. We're just going to wing it. We're going to wing it tomorrow. I essentially do have bullet points because what we're going to be talking about today is uh, catfish dates and how to deal with catfish dates. And that was because it was a part of uh, the chapter of the book that I'm writing, right? I'm writing a book, everything I wish I knew when I was 18. And uh, I'm writing, so I have a chapter right now and it's on dating and spinning plates. It's it's going to be the longest chapter in the book so far, so far. And in this chapter, there's a whole bunch of sub chapters, right? Because it was uh, it was really the first time I ever sat down and put out bullet points on on step by step from from uh, you know meeting women to going on dates to you know what to do on a date, you know that kind of thing. Uh, how how to be more attractive? How to how to have better pictures if you're going to do online dating. I have a section on, you know, social media dating, cold approach, all that kind of stuff, right? And um, so it's a long-ass chapter with a whole bunch of sub-chapters. I don't know what it's going to end up looking like in the end because I just hired an editor, guys. I just put a retainer down on an editor. I sent him off what I have so far because he said, hey, send me what you got so far. That way I can uh, let you know how much it's going to (laughs) be, right? Like, how bad is it? And so I, I sent it off to him and uh, he, he uh, you know, it took a couple of days. He read through it and he came back with a, with an estimate. And I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. So I've got to actually, I, I'm going to have to finish this book sooner rather than later, uh, you know, because he's, he's basically going to be putting a, a time crunch on me, which is good. I need that. Sometimes we need that sort of thing. So anyway, yeah, it's going to be, it's I'm basically going to wing it, but I have, I do have bullet points to talk through when we get to that, that part. Uh, one thing I did want to share with you guys today, though, I thought was pretty funny. So yesterday, you know, I went, I went for my annual checkup, right? I had to go to the doctor go get my annual physical. Once you get in your forties, it's a good idea to do that. Right. And a lot of doctors will sort of make you do it. Right. They're like, oh, oh, you need uh, you need allergy medicine. Well, you haven't had your annual physical. You're going to have to come in so we can bill your insurance company. Right. It's all a scam. But it's not always it's not bad, especially when you get to be my age. Right. Uh, One good thing I learned from them. I hope I don't get monetized, demonetized for saying this, but uh, my doctor says he doesn't stick fingers up butts anymore (laughs) for checking for prostate cancer. 
he says that they're able to better diagnose uh, for for prostate cancer now with blood tests and uh, in looking for, uh, you know, I don't know what they're, they're looking for, a certain kind of number or whatever. And uh, he's like, we're able to detect uh, prostate cancer earlier with blood tests than we ever were by sticking fingers up butts. So he's like, so why even do it? No one likes doing it. <laughs> no one likes having it done. And so he's like, we don't do that anymore. We'll just add that to your blood panel. I'm like, cool. All right. So anyway, so I'm at the doctor's office and uh, this is just a good example for you guys out there, right? You should always be on your game. Always be on your game. Okay. Because it's not cold approach. If you treat everybody like this. Okay. And I do, I'm a very social person. When I go out, I like, I, I sort of joke with people, you know, that I run into, uh, and I, it, and if, you know, I, if with ladies, I, you know, I make sort of like, you know, sort of flirty comments and stuff. Well, this young gal was my, the medical assistant, right? She, uh, she opens the door, she calls my name and I'm like, Oh, okay. Young 20 something blonde, right? Fully hot, <laughs> fully hot. And I'm like, where the fuck is this girl from? Because like most of these types of girls don't exist in, in my small town, right? They, they exist in Denver. They exist in Montrose, but not in this little area. And so, so I, uh, so I, I walk in and, uh, and she goes to have me get on the scale. So I get on the scale and, and I just, I just sort of turn to her and I go, you know, there's about 20 pounds of stuff in my pockets right now. And she just looks at me like, what? And I go, yeah, yeah. There's 20 things in my, po 20 pounds of stuff in my pocket right now. You're just going to have to dis uh, subtract that from the number on the scale. <laughs> and, she, she, and I just look at her sort of like with this, because uh, I'm standing above her because I'm on the scale and I'm sort of looking down at her with this sort of like half serious, half smirking type look. It just, just making eye contact when I'm saying this. And then she just sort of, she just turned like red blushy and she's like, Oh my God. You know, it starts getting all sort of googly. <laughs> and then she, she takes me into the, the room where, you know, they sit down and, you know, ask you normal questions and stuff. And, and she just starts like opening up. She just starts talking about like all sorts of things. And I'm just like, this is, this is interesting. Yeah. So go on, you know, and I'm just like, you know, keeping the conversation going. And then like, she, she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go get the doctor. And then she like leaves and then she finds some excuse to come back in the room. And I'm just like, this is funny. You know, this is funny. You know, it's, it's so then the doctor comes in, you know, doctor does his bullshit. And then he sends me to another room to get, go get my blood drawn. Well, guess who's, guess who's there to draw my blood. Old girl, old girl comes in and then she's like, she's showing me like this, this bruise on her knee that she got the other day. And I'm just like, oh, how'd you get that bruise? And she's like, oh, I, 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 you know, I hit it on a baby gate. And so then I, you know, this is a, when you, when you hear certain things like this, this is a good way to test, right? Test for more information. So she said a baby gate. So I'm like, oh, is she a single mom? Like, you know, whatever. And uh, so I go, oh, those, those darn baby gates. I go, I blame the babies, right? I blame the babies for having those things. And she goes, oh, it's not for the babies. I don't have any, I don't have any kids. So I'm not married. And, you know, oh, no, I, I have a, I live in a tiny house up in Colburn. And if you guys don't know Colburn, it's, it's spelled out Colbran. It's a small fucking town, small town on the top of the Grand Mesa population, like 10. I don't know. There's probably more than that. It's probably 20 people there, but 
it's like in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like I, I always say I live in the middle of nowhere. That's really in the middle of nowhere. And that's like an hour uh, north of here. And I'm like, you live in Colburn? Like that's uh, <laughs> it's quite a commute. And she's like, oh, I don't I don't stay here all the time. You know, sometimes I stay down in in uh, in Hotchkiss with my cousin. She has a place down here. And I'm just like, this is so funny, you know, but she's just like, you know, telling me all this stuff opening up. If I was not with nurse chick, <laughs> I would have closed on her number. I would have because she was she had she was showing a lot of high interest. You know what I mean? Girls don't just start showing you like pulling up their pants and showing you their, you know, their knees and stuff. Oh, look at this bruise I got, you know, like they don't just do that, <laughs> especially in a professional environment like that. So <laughs> Phil says, push her stool. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Anyway, so I just want to tell you that story. It's uh, it's always good to to be to to go out, test for interest. Right. And, uh, and I've, I've talked, I've talked about, I'm going to, I have it in my book here. I, I've get, had live streams about it, but you, there's basically three, you know, three levels of testing when you're talking to chicks, right? You, uh, initial opening is, is level one, right? So what did I do? I said, Hey, take, take 20 pounds off the scale. I've got 20 pounds of stuff in my pockets or whatever. Like I, that, I just came up with that on the fly too. Right. I don't, I don't do openers. I usually talk about whatever, is in my environment. She sh showed signs of interest with that. And so that led into normal conversation. And then the conversation, that's where level two comes in. It just naturally flows into that, right? And then a level three test would be requiring something of her, getting her number, whatever. I'm spoken for, so I'm, you know, I'm not going to push it to that level, but uh, I would have. I would have if I was, if I wasn't spoken for. So it's a good thing to do. All right. Anyway, we're not talking about cold approaching or or picking up uh, medical assistance <laughs> at doctor's offices today. We're talking. We're gonna be. We're gonna be talking about catfish dates, man. A lot of guys, I think, like catfishes, catfishes, cat catfish, really, really uh, stress guys out when it comes to dating. It really takes the wind out of their sails. You know, guys will get their get all their hopes and dreams up on this chick that's showing all this high interest and they meet her out in public and she does not look like her pictures and they'll they'll just lose their shit and call her a fat bitch or, you know, whatever. Right. They'll <laughs> they'll 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 tell her off, you know, because you got to hold way I'm accountable or, you know, or or they'll you know, they'll just they'll they'll, they'll just turn around and walk out. Right. In uh, in Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a Three Percent Man, he said. If he would show up on a date and the girl didn't look like her pictures, he would just turn around and walk out because she has low integrity and he doesn't spend time with women that have low integrity. I have a different take on this, and we will talk about that after the break. But first, if you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Drop a comment. Any comment will do. Sound off in the live chat today, guys. It's going to make this go by a lot smoother. Like I said... I'm winging it today. I don't have my normal show notes that I that I usually have. This is probably going to be a short episode if you guys don't participate. All right. So let me know your thoughts on some of the some of these things. Uh, if if you've done some of these things, if you disagree with anything I say, that's fine. We'll bring it up on the screen. If you guys are watching on Instagram, come on over to YouTube so you can participate. 
Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. I've got to change that. I've got to change that. Uh, I got to do this right here. I've got to change this logo right here. This Twitter logo. I got to get the, the X logo. Fix this. Fucking Elon. We're past the eight minute mark. <laughs> send a super chat today, guys. Send a super chat. That supports the show. You can send one for as little as a dollar. Get on the email list. List.comeonmanpod.com. You get a, a, a free PDF immediately with 20 dating app openers. They're designed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words, right? I, and I, I've been saying this a lot lately, but women, when they're using dating apps, they usually get a whole bunch of matches. They get way more matches than guys. And so what women end up doing with dating apps is filtering out all their options, whereas we're trying to make a connection with all of our matches, right? They're not trying to make a connection. They're trying to filter out all their options. So one of the, the, the main ways they do that is they just look at everybody's opener uh, through the preview pane, right, in their inbox. So they open up their inbox. They see all the dudes that are hitting them up, and they just go through and see if anything catches their attention. Right. And if you send, hey, hi, hey, beautiful, wave emoji, whatever, uh, most of the time you're going to get passed by because that's what everyone's doing. So these dating app openers are designed to be unique, you know, be something that makes her go, huh, what's up with this guy? And then when they, they see a, uh, an opener like that, they, they, then they look at your pictures. So if your pictures suck, they're not going to talk to you. But typically, if your pictures suck, they won't match with you in the first place. So if you're not getting matches, get better pictures. Then they look at your bio. Less is more with a bio. A lot of women, if you have a big, long bio, chicks will filter you out based on stuff in your bio. So less is more, right? Less is more with your bio. But if your bio is cool, if your pictures look good, your opener is cool, now they'll engage with you. Okay. That's how that's how chicks usually do that. Now, now the problem with canned openers, like in a PDF like this, is that you're not original. You're not being original, right? You're, you're using a canned opener. Now, that might work for a while, but what you really should be doing is using those as an example of how to open, right? Learn the concept behind it. Don't just memorize, you know, don't just memorize, uh, you know, how, you know, the, those particular openers or don't just copy and paste, okay? Man, I got Outlook open. I don't want it bugging me throughout this stream, so close that. So yeah, so you want to you want to learn how how the openers like the concepts behind the openers and then make your own, right? You want to start you want to start making your own after this, okay? Cuz I'll tell you what, if everybody in the world starts grabbing the openers and starts using the openers, all the chicks are going to see them and they're going to know that you copied and pasted them, okay? It happened to the pickup artists in LA. If you read uh if you read the book The Game, right? Uh all those guys were out there teaching the same canned pickup routines. And eventually it got to the point where all the girls at LA fucking heard every one of those routines. <laughs> okay. So eventually you got to start making these your own. All right. But it's a good place to start. Get on the email list. And then I'll also mail you some free stickers with that as well. Check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course. It will help you reprogram your paradigm. A lot of the reasons why you guys are having a hard time on the, the dating circuit is because of self-limiting beliefs. Uh, you can reprogram those. You can reprogram those. Uh, it's not magic, all right? It's psychology. So check out my course. And if you join the Patreon, you can get it for 25% off for the next, uh, I think, three days, right? Uh, it's only good. Uh, this, this coupon code is only good till the end of the month. 
and it's only for Patreon members. So get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash come on man pod. You could join uh, tier one with a free trial. All right. And get the coupon code. Um, but if you join, even with the free trial, you get access to the telegram group, the, the exclusive telegram group. And then you also get access to the monthly happy hour hangouts that I have every month where we actually get together on a live stream like this. It's not recorded though. We get together with guys, just, you know, we have some beers and we talk about guy stuff. A lot of guys don't have an outlet where they could go and talk to other like-minded guys. This is your outlet, okay? Think of it like uh, the cover charge to a, to a, your favorite bar, all right? So I'm going to play a commercial for that, and then we will talk about what to do with these catfishes, these, these catfish eye, catfish, yeah. We'll talk about those guys. Are you tired of holding back your thoughts and opinions? Ready to let loose with like-minded men? Introducing the ultimate monthly video-based happy hour for men. Join us for an exclusive unfiltered experience where you can talk about women, cars, movies, and anything else on your mind. Best of all, it's not recorded and there's no censorship. You can freely speak your mind without any worries. All you have to do is join my Patreon at tier number one, and you'll gain access to this one-of-a-kind gathering. Visit patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. That's patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. Or click the link in the description. It's like the good old days when men would get together and talk about man stuff without being bothered by women. Sometimes guys just need a good group of men to hang out with. It's good for our mental health. Don't miss out on the camaraderie and conversation. Join us today and let your voice be heard. Visit my Patreon page and sign up now. Cheers to freedom of speech and great company. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys. So, man, yeah, we're we're 17 minutes in. If we can draw this out to at least the 30-minute mark, I'll consider it a success. All right. But we can at least do that if you guys participate. Um, don't be a douche in the comments, though, or I will remove you, Alan. All right. All right. Catfish dates. So here's the thing. You are uh you will go on a lot of catfish dates if, uh, or you're going to at least run into quite a few of them if you're doing online dating. Okay. You're going to, you're going to run into these if you're doing online dating. This is why, you know, a lot of people say, you know, social circles good and, and cold approach is good. Cause you know what you're getting, right? You know what you're getting. Same can sort of be said with, uh, with social media for the most part. For the most part, because you know, women are sort of more their authentic selves on their their personal social media, right? But a lot of you guys are using the dating apps. Most people are using, I think like the stats say something like 70% of relationships start from dating apps these days, right? Okay. I I'm a fan of dating apps. To me, it's like the most efficient way to date. You can be passive with it. You, you know, like with cold approach, you actually have to like, you know, go out and plan to go out. You know, <laughs> you have to plan to go out with, with dating apps. You can, if you buy the premium, you can chill at home playing video games and then just wait for, for chicks to match with you. And then you get a notification. Then you go, Oh, do, do I want to talk to her or not? No. 
swipe left, go about your video games, right? You know, you, you know, you could be a little more passive with it. Um, but you're going to, if you're going to be doing uh, dating app dates at all, that you're going to run into these. You're going to run into these. Now, some, some of these are going to be scams, right? And you'll you'll hear about them. Uh, there's that show. There's that whole. There's a whole show. I think it was on MTV, maybe, on Catfish. And these were chicks where like the person never actually uh, talked to them, right? They never actually met up with them and they'll be in these online long distance relationships with these chicks for, you know, for months or years. And they'll be sending these people money and they're just like, you know, they've never once met in person or talked uh, like over a video. Right. Or, or they'll, they'll, uh, they'll go to do a video call with them, but, but for whatever reason, the camera's never working right or whatever. You know, oh, you know, my makeup's not done right. So I don't want you to see me. And so like you never actually see them. Right. And they just string these dumb, dumb asses along. Okay. So <laughs> those are pretty easy to, to get past. Right. Because basically if they will not meet you in person and they, they, you know, they, they either won't do a video call or when they do a video call, they won't let you see what they really look like. They're a scammer. Cut them loose. Just, just don't play into that shit. Okay pretty easy to get rid of the scammers. All right. Scam. Yeah. Scammers. There's a lot of scammers on dating apps. They're really easy to push past because you just, <laughs> you know, you just, you just move on. You just recognize it and you, 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 uh, you cut them loose. Okay. And, and then usually it's because they won't meet you in person. All right. Um, the rest are going to be, the rest are going to be, uh, women who, uh, don't look that good in person, right? So what they try to do is, is, you know, look their best online, right? They're using a lot of filters. They're using, they're, they're working the camera angles. Uh, you know, you'll see them like with their faces cropped up like this. One of the things, uh, one of the things on, on, uh, Instagram, right? So, so the thumbnail for this I found online, which, which is a picture of a, of a chick that's all done up with her makeup looks, looks really cute. But then the next one, she looks, uh, she looks like less than mid, right? Let's just say less than mid, right? Well, guys on Instagram were like, well, you know, she without the makeup, she doesn't look that bad. She doesn't look that bad. That's the, it's like you guys are also missing the point here, because uh, and we'll, we're going to get into how how to spot these, but it's not just in the one picture she's got makeup, the other picture she doesn't. Both of their pictures are cropped with just her head. And you can tell in the the picture where she looks less than mid that she carries a lot of uh, extra poundage in her face, right? So you know this girl is fat. <laughs> you know this girl is fat. Not only you know, not only is, is she not wearing makeup, but you know she's also going to be you know at least twenty to thirty pounds overweight, and it, it's not going to look good, right? Because they're always hiding something if they're only showing their face. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But you will you will uh, you'll end up running into these now. Ones that can't be avoided at all are the ones where they uh, they used they used uh, pictures from ten years ago, right? They used pictures from ten years ago. Like those are the ones you can't spot like immediately. So, but there's still ways to to avoid you know wasting your time and money. We'll get into that too. But the big thing is uh, don't get up upset about it right i i you got to change your mindset right 
going back to my my law of attraction course, right? You go back to my law of attraction course. You got to change your mindset about some of this stuff because it's so easy to let yourself get in your emotions and get upset by the stuff. And and when you when you do that, you get upset. You want to quit, right? You want to you get just uh, you get discouraged, right? I've got a guy in my my Patreon right now who uh, any, every time I talk to him, man, he just sounds, he sounds like Eeyore, you know, (laughs) he's just like, he's been so beaten down in the dating process that he's just like, he just, you know, has all sorts of negative self-talk. And I'm like, dude, you've got to snap out of that. You've got to snap out of that because I guarantee when you go on a date, you sound like that, right? (laughs) If you're, if you don't change your mindset about this stuff and have fun with it, you're going to, that's going to come across on the date and that's going to make you look less attractive, right? So you got to change your mindset about this stuff, right? So don't get upset if you go on a date and you do see a catfish, okay? Right, here we go. We're going to talk about this, Scott. How do you turn a a loss into a win with a fat girl? We'll talk about this. We're going to talk about this, okay? Now, one of the things I learned in Dating Essentials for Men by Dr. Robert Robert Glover was that. particularly for you guys uh, that were in my position, right? Where you were married for a long time, right? I was married for 15 years. And so when I got found myself back on the dating circuit, a lot of guys are like, oh, dating's changed. It hasn't changed. You're just out of practice, okay? The only thing that's changed is it's gotten easier. It's gotten easier with, with online tools like social media and, and, um, and dating apps. It's actually gotten easier. All right. It hasn't changed. You know, women are still women. It's just you're out of practice too. Okay. So what he recommends in that book is what he calls a 12 for 12. All right. You go on 12 dates with 12 different women in a 12 week period. All right. Now, a lot of guys are like, how do I, I can't even get one date. How do I go on a date with 12 women? This is where you turn a fatty into a win. Because I like how his name is Scott Calvin, right? Like, uh, you know, the Christmas movies. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're doing there. Uh, Anyway, this is how you turn a a loss into a win because it's practice. Okay. So what he's talking about, he's like, you can go out with like old women. You can go out with fat women. You can go out with, it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter because just practice. You're not sleeping with these chicks. You're just going out practicing your social skills you're practicing uh, you know open body language you're practicing bantering you know and uh you go that's why you keep first dates low investment like drinks only <laughs> riley says slump busters <laughs> not stump busters slump busters buddy slump busters um yes yes he needs work with his subconscious and conscious mind yes yeah, and the reason why you need to work on your conscious mind is because a lot of our a lot of the time like we have all these uh, we have negative self-talk that's conscious. And once you're aware of it, you can be con- consciously realizing that you're doing it in the moment and snap out of it. And that's how you reprogram your subconscious. Cuz if you're just constantly thinking negative all the time, that's going into your subconscious, that's shaping your paradigm and that's shaping your results. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Riley. So so uh so yeah so don't get upset by it right he says go on 12 dates 12 different women in a a 12 12 week period well the thing is i found that 
all these catfish provide the perfect opportunity for this, right? You don't have to go out of your way to try to find these 12 women. They will come to you. You will, you will, you will naturally run into practice dates what, because of all the catfish that are out there, right? So that's how you need to look at it. You need to change your mindset about it and don't be like, oh, oh, what a wasted opportunity. This bitch, she's a, she's not, you know, she's got low integrity. All the, no, 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 no. Look at it like, oh, practice time, right? Practice time. One of the things that Dr. Glover says too is that you can't hit a home run in the major leagues without taking a few swings in the minor leagues, right? This is what we're doing. We're taking a few taking a few good cuts in the minor leagues by when we when we run into these catfish dates in person, okay? So you got to change your mindset about it, right? Look at it as as an opportunity, right? Don't look at it like, "Ah, oh, my night's ruined." Look at it like, "Oh, it's an opportunity." Okay? Because I I'll tell you what. When I when I was going on most of my dates, I was either driving to Grand Junction or I was driving to Montrose. All right? I'm pretty much like right in the middle. And uh, that's like that's like a two hour round trip out to a out to a venue. You know what's a waste of time? A waste of time is driving a two hours round trip just to come home and jerk off, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But what's not a waste of time is driving out there realizing, oh hey, we got ourselves a catfish here. It's practice time. Let's use this for practice because on the next date, when I go out with a chick that's uh, actually hot, it's going to be muscle memory. I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to know what to do already. I'm not even going to have to think about it. All right. That's why, that's how you turn, that's how you turn uh, a loss into a win. Cause it's, it's not a loss at all. It's practice. It's an opportunity. All right. And that's why we keep it low investment, right? It's over after one drink. Okay. You go there, you're like, okay, shit. She walks in the door. She's a, she's a big old heifer. Just be like, Phew. All right, it's practice time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. Right? You you treat her nice. You don't you don't treat her like shit. You don't get passive aggressive. Look at look at Wednesday's episode. Don't be passive aggressive about it. You treat her cool, right? You banter with her, you joke with her, and then after one drink just be like, "You know what? I got an early I got an early uh, morning tomorrow morning. It's been nice meeting you. Best of luck in your dating. Pay for the bill and and, and leave." <laughs> okay? No, and then just don't call her again. Okay. When you tell a chick like best of luck in your dating, uh, you know, they know, they know that they know that you're not going to call them again. Okay. If they continue to bug you about it, just be like, Hey, I didn't feel a connection, you know, but, uh, best of luck, you know, best of luck out there. And if they keep pursuing, I, I had this with, uh, if you guys go back to like my, my first, like, I think it was like second episode, I had one called a tale of two train wrecks. Uh, this one chick was like crying on the date. Just, she looked like, she looked like a, total lesbian, you know, like with her short haircut. And then she was like easily 70 pounds overweight. And I was like, holy shit. Like her pictures did not look like that. Right. And, uh, but yeah, she was crying on the date and everything. And then she just was like begging me to give her a second chance after that date. And I was like, this is not happening. And she just wouldn't leave it alone. And I ended up having to block her, man. Like bitches be crazy, man. Anyway. So yeah, use that as an opportunity for practice. It could be over after one drink. Um, you know, one thing too, that I learned from, from Corey Wayne's book was that we want to treat all women the same. Okay. A big problem that guys tend to have is they treat girls that they don't find attractive one way. And they treat girls that they find attractive another way. Right. 
And what they end up doing is putting the girls that they find attractive on pedestals. Okay. And then, and then they wonder why this, this chick is not into them. Like chicks have, like you cannot put a chick on a pedestal. Okay. Hypergamy is a thing. Hypergamy basically, if you want to break it down into simple terms, like women uh, find guys who they, they look up to as sexually attractive. If you put her up above you on a pedestal, she's looking down on you, right? She's, She's got no choice but to look down on you because you put her up so high on a fucking pedestal. All right. So you don't want to do that. You want to treat the hot girls the same way you treat the ugly girls. <laughs> okay. Which is, you know, a lot of it is with like playful banter and indifference, right? You, you sort of talk to her like she's a human. It's weird. It's a weird situation, but you treat hot girls the same way that you, you treat the, uh, you know, the ugly girls and, uh, you'll have a much better time with the pretty girls, right? Cause all the, all the, everybody else out there, all the other simps out there are putting them on pedestals. You're the one guy that isn't, that's what makes you stand apart. Oh, you've been reading the power of your subconscious mind by Joseph Mur Murphy. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's on my reading list. Actually. It's really good. Riley, Riley, have you checked out my course? Have you checked out my course, Riley? You should check out my course, bro. <laughs> There's a lot. I have some good recommendations, <clears throat> uh, book reads in that book too. Uh, but a classic one is Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich is is a actually a law of attraction book. Most guys don't realize that. They don't. They don't realize that. It's totally a. Oh, you have you have checked it out. Okay, cool, cool, my man. Give it a five star review. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so it could be, it could be over after one drink, right? No big deal. And it's just good practice for the next time you go on a date. Cause the better, the, one of the reasons why uh, spinning plates is so paramount is uh, one, you know, you, you get rid of the one itis, right? You get, you, it eliminates the, the whole concept of one itis and you just get a whole lot of practice and chicks can tell Chicks can tell when you're good with women because you've, you've had all that practice. And that actually makes you more of an attractive guy. One of the reasons why chicks think guys are creepy is because guys are like awkward around them and stuff. And the reason why you're awkward is because you have no fucking practice. So, so going out with these, you know, these, uh, these catfish chicks, it's great practice. It's great practice. All right. All right. So now, now you've had tons of practice. Okay. Now you've had tons of practice. Now you're tired of the catfish dates. Okay. Okay. I've had tons of practice. I'm getting good. I'm actually like smashing on a regular basis with hot chicks. I want to completely avoid catfish now. Perfect. Perfect. Now we're ready. Now we're ready. Okay. Cause most can be avoided. If you've been on the dating apps long enough, you can spot these chicks most of the time. Right. Like I said, the only times you cannot spot them is if they're using pictures from 10 years ago. That's it. All right. But the rest of them, you can pretty much spot. Right. So one of them I have here is that all of their pictures are cropped. Okay. All their pictures are cropped. There's this chick on TikTok. Oh, what, what is her fucking handle? I'm trying to think of it. Uh, up and Adam, up and Adam on TikTok. Have you guys, do you guys know up and Adam on TikTok? Uh, when I first got on TikTok, she had, I don't know, she had like 15,000 followers and uh, I actually like reached out to her to have her come on the podcast and, and to get her on, you know, on an interview. 
And um, and she she pulled this shit where <laughs> she pulled this shit where like uh, she gave me her she gave me her actual number and then like you know I, I went to go schedule the podcast interview and then I didn't hear from her for like three fucking weeks. Didn't hear from her for three fucking weeks. And so then she finally comes back saying, Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I just I just fucking left her on red. I was like, fuck you. You know, like <laughs> either you want to come on the podcast or you don't. I treat booking guests on my podcast like I treat dating, right? You're either you either want to do it or you don't. No skin off my nose. I have no problem getting guests, right? Actually, pretty easy finding guests for podcasts. If you guys are looking into podcasting, it's not hard to DM people and say, hey, you know, I really like your content. You want to come on my podcast? Most people are like, yeah, most people are cool with it, you know? Guess who I'm interviewing next week? Or is it next week? Or it's the week after? It's the week of the 7th, August 7th. Is that is that next week? I think it's the week after. Guess who I've got lined up to, to interview, guys? Dr. Sean T. Smith, the, uh, the author of Tactical Guide for Women. Yeah. And he says, so I call him doctor, right? Out of respect. And he's like, call me Sean. I'm like, fuck yeah. Seems like a cool dude. And he lives in Denver too. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent here. So... So anyway, up and Adam, up and Adam on TikTok. She's got so many fucking simps in her comments. It's unreal, right? Because she is the master of the the cropped the cropped facial thing, right? But uh, I one time went on a she she hosts this weekly Zoom call for singles, and I and I hopped on one once when I when I was single. This was before I met Nurse Check. I hopped on one, and. Uh, you could tell in the Zoom call because she had more of a wider view like this that she was a she's a heavy set gal. She <laughs> she was a, she's a big gal. She's a big gal. And I was like, man, this chick, she's got it down, dude. She's got the she's got the crop facial thing fucking down. <laughs> oh man. Oh, you got uh you got uh, uh Dr. Smith's book. Yeah. Dude, it's good. I, I really liked it, man. That that book is good. It's really good on 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 picking good women, right? For for like if your goal is a a, a long term relationship, like he really gives you some some uh, key things to look out for, and uh, you know, recognizing when a woman's not really healthy, right? Like she's not a good c candidate for LTR. Most guys just settle though right? Most guys just settle. He talks about all sorts of things uh, to look out for and why they won't be a good candidate for marriage. And then like his last chapter is about how if you do pick the wrong woman, like all the, all the bad things that can happen with divorce and how to, how to possibly protect yourself uh, in divorce situation. But the best thing is all the stuff leading up to that, which is picking a good woman, right? <laughs> they're all good women until they're not. Anyway, so their picks are cropped, right? Up and Adam, her picks are all cropped. She's a fat girl <laughs> because because like chicks that have a good figure, they want to show off their good figure, right? You know, they they have no problem showing full body shots. Okay, girls that all their it's all just selfies and they're it's all cropped. They're fat. They're fat. One thing that guys say to do is like look for their collarbone too, right? Look for their collarbone. Some chicks. Some chicks are, are super heavy set, but they don't they don't wear it in their face, right? There was this chick on Twitter recently. Uh, she's a model, and she's got actually a pretty good body uh, up, like from her waist up, but her lower half is fucking huge. <laughs> and it was just like, what the like? How is that? 
possible, right? This, but you know, that's just how her body shape was or whatever. And uh, man, it was, it's weird, right? It's weird. But so some chicks don't carry it in their face; they they carry it other places, and and they so they they'll they'll crop it around their face, and it's hard to tell if you don't know. Hey, if all of her pictures are cropped, she's fat. Okay. Uh, if all of her pics are group photos, if they're all group photos, okay. And it's all hot women and there's the one fatty. She's the fatty guaranteed guaranteed. All right. Guaranteed. If they're all group pics, she's the fat one. Um, if all of her pics have filters, if every single pic has filters and you can spot filters these days, right? They're all, they're a little hazy. They're a little hazy. Uh, man, the worst ones I posted, I have one in my book. I, I found one just doing a Google search. And uh, there's a pic of, of, of the, the fucking dog filter, the goddamn dog filter from uh, uh, Snapchat. Right? I think it's Snapchat that has the dumb dog filter. That is the worst. And there's so many chicks out here on the Western Slope of Colorado that have the fucking dog filter on here. I'm just like, that ain't it, sis swipe left <laughs> that ain't it uh but any other filter right you could pretty much find that they all have filters okay uh you could spot the filters you know that they're probably a catfish um those are the those are the big tells those are the big oh another one another one in in these ones are usually scammers though is one it's a chick that is so fucking hot that she's out of place for your area <laughs> Right. So the Western Slope of Colorado has attractive women, but they're mostly like country gals out here. Right. They're mostly country gals. Hey, Caudillo, what's up? Hello. Yes. <laughs> There's, they're mostly country gals out here. Right. You know, and uh, so if you see a chick where like she looks like an Instagram model out here and like all of her pictures are at the beach and she's like stunning in a fucking bikini. She ain't real. She ain't real. You know, that's not. She's a scam. She's a scammer. Okay. Like those are pretty easy to pick. Um, now if you live in Miami, that's going to be a little bit harder to figure out, right? Cause there's, there's chicks out there that look like that in Miami. You know what I mean? But you know, some of us over in flyover country, it, chicks don't look like that out here. All right. They don't, uh, they don't have picks like that. So those are, uh, those are pretty much the ways you could just sort of spot, right? If you see a yeah yeah yeah, you see a hot Japanese chick and you're you're in the country, she's not real. That's true, dude. Yeah, you see like hot Asian chicks, like dude. There's like no Asian people out here. <laughs> you know what's out here? We have a lot of Mexicans out here, and we have a lot of white people out here. There there's like there's not a lot of black people out here. There's not a lot of Asians out here, and that's just how it is. You know, it's just they they don't settle here. It's not because they're not welcome here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People are like, oh, those country people are racist. Nah. Well, then some people are. Yeah, there are some definitely some racists out here, but they just don't come here. They like to stick to the cities, you know? So it's funny because my uh this gal that I run with on occasion, uh Tyreen, she's actually been on the podcast before. Tyreen's cool. We ran we ran a marathon together. And uh she's uh she's recently single. You know, she's one of those like, you know, strong, independent women, And uh, and she, you know, ended up going into a divorce. 
And so now she's single out here and she is just like struggling because there's no black dudes out here and she's, she's half black, but she prefers to date black guys and there's just fucking none of them out here. <laughs> so she's basically a wig towel right now. She's wig towel. It's, it's, it's pretty funny to watch. Um, and sad at the same time. Okay. So most of these could be avoided, but some of them can't, right? Like I said, you can't avoid the girls with their pictures that are 10 years old, but you can avoid uh, going out and spending money on them. And the way you do that is by scheduling a video call. If you schedule a video call and say, Hey, let's have a vibe check or whatever. And, and, and schedule a, an actual, you know, video call with them ahead of time, you'll get a better idea of what they look like. Okay. You'll get a better idea of what they look like. And you can just, tell them on the call after you talked, don't be fucking assholes to these people. Okay. You can still treat this like a practice date without spending any money. Okay. But practice bantering and all that kind of stuff. And then just be like, you know, I got to say, I, I'm, I'm not feeling it, but uh, it, thank you for your call. You know, thank you for your time. Be cordial. All right. Don't be a fucking dick to these women. Don't you're not holding them accountable. Okay. You're not, that's not a thing. It's not real. And just, you know, wish them best of luck. And then you don't spend any money. Okay. Now the good thing about this, it's actually not a bad idea to do the video vibe check ahead of time. Um, I just had a guy on the podcast recently. He goes by the Hudsman, right? And Huds recommends doing video calls for all online dates because you'll actually, you can actually close better. And then he, 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 uh, he does the video call and then first dates are at his house. Right. So I recommend doing the two dates in one experience, right? You go out on a first date. If you like her, have a second venue, right? Two dates in one speeds up the, you know, the sexual escalation process because women will sleep with you by the second or third date on average. And that speeds that time frame up in their mind. So video call works very similarly, right? You can build rapport over that video call. And then first date, you can have her come over to your house, for, you know, and say, hey, why don't you come over to my house? I'll cook you dinner or something like that, right? That could work too, all right? But at, if nothing else, it will eliminate uh, you spending money on on these on these uh, these fat women, these fat women that are portraying uh, you know themselves as something that they're not. All right, but that's how I look at catfish dates, right? I I I didn't do the video call thing. I didn't do the video call thing at all because I was like, hey, no matter what, I'm gonna have fun tonight. I'm gonna have fun tonight. All right. I've got a date lined up. I'm going to go out. If she's a catfish, cool practice time, but at least I'm not sitting at home fucking feeling sorry for myself being alone. I'm at least going out and being social, practicing my social skills, practicing my body language. And then, which is good, which is perfect for when I actually go out and talk to a hot chick, right? Actually go on a date with a hot chick. I've, I've practiced talking to women, right? It's all just practice. So you got to look at it that way. What do you say, Nuke? Yeah, if you, uh, drapey clothing is a sign of a cafe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because, you know, chicks that have good bodies, they wear form-fitting clothes. You know what I mean? They wear form-fitting clothes. They want to show off their, 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 their figure, their curves, you know? They're good. I'm talking about the sexy curves. Those fat girls, they've, they've appropriated curves, haven't they? They're like, I got curves. Like, no, you're fat, you know? <laughs> like, come on. Uh, anyway, you know, it's funny. So when I met nurse chick, when I met nurse chick, uh, she reverse catfished me. 
right? She reverse catfished me. Let me tell you what I mean by that. So Nurse Chick, she had slightly older pictures uh, where she didn't, uh, I don't, I wouldn't say like her pictures were, they weren't bad, but, um, but they were all just selfies, right? She had like five selfie pics. And then, you know, like a, like a good guy, I, uh, I recommend guys try to figure out what their name is and track them down and find them on Facebook. This is another thing you could do too. track them down, find them on fucking Facebook and see what they really look like. Okay. Do some detective work. See what they really look like, because like I said, on social media, they're they're more apt to post uh, normal pictures and see what they look like. So I went and looked at Nurse Chick's uh, pictures on on Facebook. And so Nurse Chick, she's uh, one of the things I love about Nurse Chick is that she's on her own journey. She's on her own journey. Right. She uh, she's a fitness competitor now. Fully hot. Right. I think I posted pictures of her abs online. I can wash my shirt on her fucking abs right now. Okay. She's a, uh, you know, she's in great shape, excellent shape. She wasn't always like that. She wasn't always like that. So when I go and I find her pictures, she's got these old pictures. I'm like, Oh shit. Oh shit. She's uh, she, I, I don't think she's going to look as good in person. And so, but I had the date lined up. Uh, and so I was like, well, it's going to be a practice date. It's going to be a fun practice date. She's probably catfishing me. I show up to the date this chick walks in with these tight form-fitting jeans that just made her ass pop like pow. and i was like fuck look at that that ass <laughs> right she walks in i'm just like holy shit i was not i was not expecting that and so when I, she walks in she is just like fully hot and i was like this is not a practice date this is game time this is game time and, um, and that's what, that's how I treated it, you know, but you treat all these chicks the same, you treat them all the same. And I just, you know, I just looked at it like an opportunity for practice, if nothing else, you know what I mean? I, to me, it was better, is better going out and socializing than it was to just, you know, sit at home jerking off, feeling sorry for myself. You know what I mean? So don't, you guys got to change your mindset about some of this stuff. Happiness is between your ears, right? It's all about how you look at things. What's Nuke say? Nuke says, you have to be careful with curvy women. They may look good, but if she's wearing shapewear and all of her photos proceed with caution. Yeah. And, and that's one of those things where like, you won't, you won't know. You won't know until you get her clothes off. And then she's got to like, oh, hold on. I got to get out of my Spanx, you know? <laughs> and you're like, ah, fuck. It was Ryan say like a chick chicks uh, once they're, they're invested enough into you where you're getting your clothes off. Like they don't care what you look like. Guys care. You might, but you'll still proceed. <laughs> you'll be like, all right, I'm going to hit this, but I'm not going to call her back. <laughs> yes. Liking the video is alpha. You're right. You're right. Caudio. So that's pretty much all I have for that section in my book. Um, I have another section that we could, we could talk about. Uh, we only have 10 minutes. I, I'm not going to do a stream on this. It's actually an sh even shorter section, but it's after the first date. So we'll talk about it real quick and then we'll wrap up here. But after the first date, um, I have a section on this too. And um, because if you read if you read Corey's book, he doesn't really explain what, what to do after the first date, right? He just says like, don't, don't call her again for a whole week. You know, he's like, 
you know, wait a week and then reach out and try to set another definite date. That that's not it. Don't wait a whole fucking week. <laughs> that's not a good idea. Um, he basically is like, go no contact for an entire week. And I found that I, I, I think I was, uh, I didn't go out with enough. Uh, I lost a lot of opportunities that didn't need to be lost by doing that, by testing that theory out. Um, what I found was, uh, Dr. Glover had it, had it better, right? He basically was like, wait until the next day, send her a text that just says, Hey, I had a good time. And then leave it at that. And then wait two or three days to reach out again. That seemed to be what worked better for me. Right? So what I have here is this is what I found was like the sweet spot, right? You basically don't text her right after the date, unless she says, Hey, text me when you get home. A lot of chicks will do that. Even if, if she does that, just say, Hey, I made it, I made it home. Okay. Right. That's it. Then don't text her all the next day until about 6 p.m. or, you know, after work sometime, right? That gives her all day the next day to wonder about you. Did he like, did he, you know, because if chicks are wondering about you, they're thinking about you. And that's actually, you know, raising their anxiety levels up enough. I call it heat, healthy, emotional anticipation and tension. That's what builds attraction. It's, it's what, if she's doing that, she's thinking about you, that's building attraction. Okay. That's spiking her her levels. And then when you finally text her at like 6 PM and say, Hey, I just want to let you know, I had a good time last night and leave it at that. Gives her that dopamine hit, gives her that dopamine hit right now. Then you wait no more than like two to three days. If you like this chick and you had a lot of uh, good chemistry, you don't want to wait more than like three days to reach back out. Okay. Because that, that, that high that she has from that date is going to start dwindling relatively quickly, especially with all the options women have these days, you can't wait a full week, you know? So wait about three days. Now, if a chick is really into you, she's not going to let it go three days. Okay. Her anxiety level is going to be up enough that she's going to reach out to you. And this is actually where you want to be. But if she doesn't wait three days, right. But you basically want to give her time to wonder about you. You don't want to be texting her the whole time, right? Texting should be for logistics. You want to save for that, a lot of that stuff for in-person. But you also don't want to wait a week because then she's going to think that you ghosted her, right? So this is the sweet spot right here, okay? After, uh, you know, two or three days, reach out again. And then you want to basically, like, do a callback to the, to the date, right? Do a callback to something funny you guys talked about. Or you could send, like, a funny meme or something like that. But you want to basically start... Uh, with something that, you know, sort of makes her laugh or, or whatever. Right. Um, and then once she like responds back, you want to treat it like a dating, like, the, you know, a dating app. Right. And I have a dating app section in here, but you basically don't want to banter more than about 10 to 15 messages before finding a segue to set the next definite date. All right. And just like the first date, you don't want to set a date more than three days in advance, or you're going to risk getting canceled on or flaked on or whatever. Okay. So you, then you set the next definite date. Um, now for a second date, I highly recommend, uh, cause I was, I was not out there trying to smash on a first date. I wasn't first dates for me were chemistry tests. So the second date, I highly recommend that you invite her over to your house to, uh, for dinner. Like, Hey, why don't you come over to my house, uh, bring a bottle of wine and I'll cook you dinner. Right. Or, you know, come over to my house. I've got a bottle of wine. I'll cook you dinner. Okay. Now, if she agrees to come over to your house, it's like the lamb in the lion's den. Okay. Women don't come over to your house without knowing that it's uh, sex is possible. 
okay? Women aren't stupid. They know exactly what's possible and what could happen. And basically, if if she come, if she's agreeing to come over to your house, she knows what's up and she's down, right? As long as you don't open your mouth and fuck things up, you're probably going to score, okay? <laughs> you also want to make sure that when you, you do have her, that you're properly, uh, you know, escalating, right? You want to do uh, what's called two steps forward, one step back, right? You want to be like, touching her and, and, and going in and flirting with her and, and closing that proximity with her. Right. You want to be doing that and then pulling back a little bit and, and then going in and then pulling back a little bit. You want to do that throughout the whole interaction because the more you do that, the more she's going to be primed. And by the end of the, by the end of the night, by the time you're playing Jenga or whatever, she's going to want to, she's going to want to rip your clothes off and it's, it's a done deal. <laughs> it's a done deal. So that's pretty much what I would recommend for uh, like a second date, right? So after the first date, setting up a second date, we'll talk. And then the next chapter after that is going to be on sexual es escalation. I haven't written that yet. I'm probably going to, uh, I don't know if I'm going to do a stream about it because there's not a whole lot to talk about with that. You know what I mean? There's not a whole thing I could talk about for a whole hour, but, um, but that's going to be in the book. It's going to be the book. The book is with my editor right now. Um, I still have to finish up like this chapter and then two more chapters, but he's already working on it. He's already working on it. So we're, uh, we're going to get this book out before the end of the year, guys, before the end of the year, this book is coming out, be on the lookout for it. Uh, subscribe, get on the, get on my, uh, email list because when uh, it gets closer to the book coming out, I'm going to probably be sending out email notifications on, on, on the progress of it. So Oh, yes, Riley, you're right. I can't tell you how many times guys have opened their mouth and messed things up. Dude, dude, that's the number one killer. That's the number one killer is guys just, you know, talking themselves out of contention. Like, that's why you want to let women do 80% of the talking out there. You want to let women do most of the talking and shut the fuck up, right? It's simple. It's simple. Most guys just can't get out of their own way. They can't get out of their own way. All right, that's pretty much all I have for this episode. Look at this. We did drag this out for almost an hour. This is great. Good talk, guys. I am hosting Rule Zero tomorrow. I'm hosting Rule Zero. We are going to be talking about motorcycles and how uh, it's actually, you know, good idea to get a motorcycle. Rich Cooper, you know, Rule Zero alum, Rich Cooper has an excellent book I highly recommend called The Unplugged Alpha. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. You've probably heard of it. Great book. He has a whole chapter on why you need a motorcycle. And uh, last Sunday, I went for a really long motorcycle ride, right? I did a 210-mile loop out to Glenwood Springs and, and back. It was a full loop, 210 miles. Had a lot of time to think about this. And I was like, man, all these guys out there think they can't get women because, you know, they don't have a Bugatti. They, they, don't, they don't make six figures and stuff like that. It's like, dude, get a motorcycle, man. You can get a motorcycle for 3000 bucks cash. You know what I mean? Like if you work at McDonald's, you could fucking have a motorcycle and chicks dig motorcycles, man. Chicks dig motorcycles. You don't have to have a Bugatti. All right. <laughs> you actually don't even have to have a motorcycle, but it doesn't hurt. And then like, if you get a chick on the back of a motorcycle, man, that, that, that thrill, that danger, you know, cause motorcycles are dangerous, right? And they're, they're putting their trust in you by being on the back of your motorcycle. And if you, if you uh, handle it, Man, like chicks dig it. Chicks like they they like guys with bikes because it's uh it's controlled danger, right? It's controlled danger, you know. 
it's like you're smart about it. You wear a helmet, you know, you wear a helmet, you wear a leather jacket to protect yourself, but bad things will, can happen if you're, if you're not safe with it. And they know that, and it's, it's dangerous and that makes it exciting and the exciting things turn chicks on. Okay. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Rule zero. Uh, I think this, uh, this redirects to that. So set your reminder for that for tomorrow. I'm going to be on dragon ship right after that. And then Monday, uh, Monday, my guest is, uh, my, my 3% brother, Jose from Chile. And, uh, he's a good dude. He's an interested cat. He always spoils, uh, you know, pay-per-views for me, like wrestling pay-per-views for me by tagging me in every goddamn wrestling meme out there. <laughs> and, uh, we talk about that on Monday too. It's, it's a fun conversation. Dude is like five foot five, right? He's short. And, and he can like deadlift 400, 450, 500 pounds or something like that. It's like, it's crazy. I just posted a video about it yesterday. And what's really cool about that is like, there's so many guys out there that are like, oh, I can't do this. I'm not six feet tall. I'm not, it's like, don't tell Jose that. Don't tell Jose that because he thinks he can. And because he thinks he can, he can. You know what I mean? It's all in our mind. It's all in our mind. All right, guys, if you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Thank you for everybody that sounded off the live. I appreciate it. Get on, uh, follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Uh, next time, send a super chat, guys. Send a super chat. That supports the show. Get on the email list. Get the uh, 20 dating app openers. And uh, I'll also send you some free stickers as well. Check out my Practical Law of Attraction course. You know, we talked about this a lot, right? Change your mindset about a lot of this stuff. This course will teach you how to do that. And then finally, get on my Patreon, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. Join for as little as $10. Get in the uh, the private Telegram group. And then also, uh, you know, join us for our happy hour hangouts, our monthly happy hour hangouts. Uh, you know, we do that once a month just for the boys. It's a good place for, for guys to uh, get together, you know, and talk about guy stuff. A lot of guys don't have an outlet for that. So this is your outlet. Check that out. That's all I have. We'll see you guys tomorrow on Rule Zero. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, go out and get it.